That Olivia Jones podcast. You dirty bastards. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Olivia. Thank you so much for clicking on this. A little bit later on, you're going to be hearing from Ella Air. We caught up recently about a brand new single. She was one of those pop stars where I'm like, oh, I'm not too nervous about this because I know she'll be cool. I was going through her Twitter. I actually was thinking, I really hope she likes me. And she followed me on Twitter after the interview. So I was like, Yes! Mission accomplished. Um, Also, if you are waiting to win Harry Styles tickets, I know it's been a long road. It's because, I tell you, can I be really, really honest with you? I was trying to make my Instagram grow and then halfway through this like ticket giveaway I realised I don't like using Instagram it doesn't make me happy I look at it and I see that I've lost followers and I'm like oh god why have I lost followers is it me what did I do and then I'm like why do I care it doesn't make me happy so I changed it to Snapchat and Snapchat makes me way happier because first of all you can't see if someone's deleted you so you don't you never get upset about that and also everyone's just a little bit kind of less serious and less kind of like flaunting their lives on Snapchat everyone's just having a laugh and and being fun. So um, that's why I did that. And because of that indecisiveness, it's not been as well thought out as it could have been. So I can only apologise. Um, so I really appreciate it if you've taken the time to follow me, to subscribe. Perhaps you've found through kind of forcing yourself to, for Harry Styles, that perhaps you like listening to my radio show or you like listening to this podcast or you like um, some of the videos that I do. So I really appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And I really hope that if you've put all this work in, that you get these Harry Styles tickets. I am now officially opening you to enter this competition. From now on, I will accept all entries. You can enter on Twitter and you can enter on Snapchat. You can just send me um, the code word that you found. But here's a double incentive for you. You can actually get two entries. If you go on the iTunes podcast app, you can rate this podcast. You can leave a comment and you can give it a star rating. If you give it a five-star rating with a comment saying your code word, then that will count as two entries. So I don't want to make it exclusive for people that have got iTunes, but you should have access to at least either an iTunes account or you can enter the other way via Twitter or Snapchat. And uh, yeah, if you enter on the podcast then that'll count as two entries. So uh, hopefully there's an incentive there for you. I get something out of it because it shows that you're engaging with my podcast and also you get something out of it because it means that you have twice the chances of winning these tickets. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really hope that you go and get to scream in Harry Styles' face and I'm going to do more competitions like this. Don't forget, there might be more opportunities to win Harry Styles tickets. Okay, awesome. Let's get on to Ella Air. That Olivia Jones podcast. You dirty bastards. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. You sound really energetic. Do I? Yeah. I've got got a mouthful of sushi, so I'm trying to, like, disguise it with energy. I was going to bring up the sushi thing. I (laughs) used to work at Yo Sushi. Did you? Yeah, man. That's a dream job. I mean, yeah, but it was a little bit like, you know, when you're around it too much, you know, like, I never want to see a sushi roll ever again. Yeah, for real. I don't think I'd actually want to eat fish after that. (laughs) Exactly. So how did I wanted to ask like how did your sushi obsession start? Like do you remember the first moment? Yeah, I do actually. Um when I was a kid, I absolutely hated um fish, like nothing, like even cod, like fish and chips. And um when I got signed to my record label, um they asked me what food I wanted and I was like, Oh, I love like Asian cuisine, you know, like Thai, Chinese, love that. 
And um, so then they ended up taking me to a Japanese restaurant where it was all raw fish. Yeah. And uh, when my mum's my always told me, like, you always eat what you're given. And it was a set menu. So I just had to force myself to eat it, to be polite. And I was like, oh, this is great. Thanks, guys. And then by the end of it, I actually loved it. Okay. So that's where it came from. So you force fed yourself sushi and yeah. fell in love. Yeah, because the whole time I was like dreading it, looking at the raw tuna, like, oh, <laughs> no, okay, no, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then I like, put it in my mouth, I'm like, oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, I was slipping bits into my handbag or something like that. <laughs> Walking out with, like, back pocket full of, like, sushi roll. No, nah, that is rank. <laughs> that was nice. Um, the last time I saw you performing, it was at a, it was at our corporate gig, right? And I was... Oh, yeah. Right, I was very much under the influence, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but I was losing my mind right at the front. But I did see a lot of people, like, because I think people are, like, salespeople are just a bit stiff. And um, they weren't, like, they weren't fully getting into it. I wanted to ask, what is, do you hate corporate gigs? Do you like corporate gigs? Like, what's the vibe with corporate gigs? I think it varies, to be honest. But I think with that one in particular, those ones are quite rewarding because they all sort of stand there with their arms folded, like, yeah, you're here to sing to us, let's sing. <laughs> and then once you actually start singing and like, sing with me, they're like, oh, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> and then you just see them do a little sidestep and then a bit of a clap and a bit of a head bob. And so like once you see somebody break the ice a little bit, it's quite rewarding. That's nice. That so I nice. kind of see it as a challenge. And That's I enjoy cool. That. I like that. Okay, because you have me as soon as you're on stage. I was like, Wah! like Aww. waving my arms around in the air and stuff. It was <laughs> wicked. It was really good. Have you ever had like a really bad gig where you're like, oh my god, right? This is this isn't me. This is entirely on the audience. Like, not getting um, into it. Yeah, yeah, but do you know what? Like, I've had my band from day dot, and so we're like the best of friends on stage. And I kind of feel like if I have a difficult gig, it's really important to just enjoy it with the people that you're surrounded right. by. And so, and then in a way, by in by doing that, it actually you find that people actually enjoy it more because you're not forcing the crowd to get involved, and you're just actually enjoying it. Exactly, exactly. Because I <laughs> um I d- tried to dabble in stand up comedy, right? And I right, <laughs> honestly, honestly, it was awful. And my girlfriend went there to watch, and she was like, she was like, babe. Are you okay? When I came off stage and stuff. <laughs> and it was clearly because I looked like I was uncomfortable as well yeah. as the fact that nobody was laughing. So there you Stand-up go. comedy is hard, though. I, it is. It's horrendous. Like, have you ever thought about doing something like that? Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> I'm not a quick thinker enough to do that. I'd love to think that I'm, I am, but I'm just not. And I've, I love going to those ones. I actually love going to, like, the one-pound ones in, like, a pub. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Because... Because sometimes you find some like real gems there. And then I think it also teaches me about being a nice person. So when somebody's not doing particularly well, you're forced to be like, come on, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a very British thing to want the best for people, even when they're failing. Like, that's what it is. You won't catch me at the back being like, get up the stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then they become the enemy of the audience, don't they? Like, it's not even on the performer anymore um i wanted to talk to you about your cats are you a little bit cat lady like what's going on there i mean i think if you look at my twitter anyone would think that i am but i'm not really because i mostly live with my mum because i'm never around because i'm on tour all the time so um i don't know if you saw my tweet the other day but i i bought a backpack <laughs> yeah that's from... specifically why i brought up the cats <laughs> <laughs> i um yeah because like 
So whenever I have to transport them from my mum's house to my house, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a faff. So and I've got two cats, and it means having two cages, and then I have to bring up their litter tray and all their treats and toys, and and they are spoilt. <laughs> yeah. So it's literally like watching Paris Hilton come to play. Oh my god. So um, I thought a backpack might make my life a bit easier, and then every now and again I could take them on the tube just for a <laughs> laugh. I don't want that to happen. I don't, Why? I don't, I don't want, like, a magazine to say spotted on the tube, like, ring of shame, like you with a <laughs> couple of cats hanging out your backpack. Like, Firstly, there's nothing wrong with getting on the tube. And secondly, it's a backpack designed for cats. <laughs> so if anything, I'm, an ad, I'm a walking advertisement for giving your cat some social time. I know, but you're going to be spotted and it's just going to be like, is Ella Air okay? Is this the start of her meltdown? <laughs> well, that's why I put it on Twitter, so that everyone knows that it's kind of a joke. Okay, really. so they know it's planned. Do you yeah. um, do you tend to like do online shopping sprees and buy like really really ridiculous things? Yeah, I mean the backpack was one, and then I bought like loads of toys as well to go with it. They're so spoiled. <laughs> um, and then like every now and again, I'll just be like, oh. I really need that for my car. Like you know those like gel pads which you can stick your phone to a wall. Oh yeah. I've never used it. It's still in the packaging actually. <laughs> But I bought one because I thought maybe one day. <laughs> I do the same. I do the exact same because uh, I have glasses that slip down my face quite a lot. And uh, <laughs> if you push them up, then you end up getting a spot underneath like the bridge of the glasses. Yes. So I got these grip things. And mate, I look, I look like the stereo. I look like Katy Perry last Friday night. Um, that I live geek. for that. I look I like that geek. <laughs> Unreal. You um, just reminded me of something I need to buy, actually. Because I wear sunglasses on stage, but they always fall off because I ride around so much. So I need to get those sunglasses things where you can, like, um, connect I both arms and hold them on your head. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Do you know what I mean? String around the back. <laughs> yeah, that's been on my Amazon list for a while. I need to get onto that. Like 50-year-old American tourist. Like, oh, proper... yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Get one of those hats that's got a flap on the back of the neck as well to stop you from getting sunburn. I'm bringing it back. I don't need that because I've got so much hair. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's your own shade, isn't it, really, effectively? Absolutely. I mean, it does also cause a lot of humidity as well. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. It's a double-edged sword, really. Let's talk about your new single. Because yes. that's why we're chatting, isn't it? That's why we're chatting. <laughs> Ego, incredible. The uh-huh. I had it this morning for the first time and yeah. um, I had that moment where it felt like the start of The Lion King. Oh, really? Yeah. That is like the ultimate goal. Is it? Yeah, I want that on my gravestone. <laughs> okay, because okay, it felt like <laughs> the sun was rising. Yeah. It just got that vibe. Like, wh- like so what is what is coming through in that music? What sort of vibe were you I in when me, you wrote it? When I, when I went back to go and write uh, my next album, I wanted to progress. I wanted to change the direction. I didn't want to go straight back into drum and bass and just show no sort of like versatility in my voice and in my writing so ended up writing a massive pop record um that I love and like I grew up loving pop music like I'm not afraid to say that I loved S Club 7 and a bit of blue <laughs> and so I'm gonna say that I took some inspiration from there um not saying that ego sounds anything like that by the way <laughs> Um, but I just wanted something more upbeat and a lot more like fun because I feel like my first album was very it came from a place of like heartbreak and teenage angst and like anger and I just feel like I'm in a much better and happier place um, now and I've spent the last year writing in LA so it's really hard to be in a bad mood ever it literally sounds like that as well. It literally <laughs> sounds like that. Um, just to clarify, I was in an S Club 7 tribute band before we go any further. You, oh need, you needed to know. You need I to think know. I need your autograph. 
<laughs> I was Hannah, right? Just, yes. Just clarify, just clarify. I'm going to be Rachel. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's it's a wicked song. So tell me, tell me about, like, the, the thought behind ego itself. Like, why write about ego? Because I just wanted to write about, you know, like, when you get into a new relationship or you start fancying someone and they know, and you sort of go do that back and forth, bit texting, bit of flirting. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like you finally get to that stage where you're like, okay, I'm going to tell you because you know, we've been doing this for a while and it's a bit annoying. So you tell them and then it goes to their head. And so that's what the whole thing's about. It's like, don't let it go blow up your ego yeah. now that I've told you that I fancy you. Okay. That's strong. <laughs> that is strong. Because there's you. always that flip back and forth, isn't it? Like, There's always a little bit of a power thing where suddenly they're all over you and you're like, all right. And then they stop texting back so much so you start like compensating. It's like that back totally. and forth, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to make it a bit more fun. Of course. Because it's not fun. It's not that fun, is it, really? Well, do you like me or not? Just say it. But do you not think that's part of it? Like, doing the yeah. tango? Yeah, because then when you get a text, you, like, have a little dance inside. <laughs> you literally do. You're like, ooh, like, I'm squirrel. actually dancing as I do that as well. <laughs> nice. Nice, I like that. Um, your track with Sigala as well. I, when I played it on the radio, I was talking about it as if... It felt like you were running through a sprinkler listening to that one. <laughs> That's we should it, reshoot the video and do that. Exactly, like that Love joy, it. that kind of almost that childish joy of like running through on a so hot summer's day. Aww. Like, do you, is that the vibe that you got with that one as well? Or Yeah, absolutely. And and that's why we wanted to shoot in Mexico because, you know, it, it's a really upbeat, summery song. I think it can be, the lyrical content um, is, is vague enough, but I feel like it can be um, interpreted in whatever way you want and it's uplifting and I just feel like it was, it was the right song for me to start releasing again on because I wanted to come from a more positive aspect and I love Sagala, I've known him for years um, and we've always said we wanted to do a song together and, and that was the perfect one really. It was, it was and it is and like, I love playing it because it, it does bring that uplifting vibe to to the radio i'm so excited Aww. to play ego as well ah thank you um thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us um well, thank you for having me ego is absolutely phenomenal i can't wait to like <laughs> see you over the summer are you doing more gigs over the summer yeah i'm uh, i'm doing v fest i'm doing uh, i've just finished the little mix tour uh, and i'm definitely gonna be doing a, a load of more gigs later on in the year obviously Sick. now that i've started releasing again oh, i forgot so, yeah. to ask about little mix can we just fangirl over little mix for a bit we can they're, we can what phenomenal. a bunch of girls yeah. oh and they're so hot in every like <laughs> and i love that all four of them have like a different style different hair color they're all different but they're all they work so well and the chemistry among them is amazing and their stage presence is phenomenal so it was an amazing time to to support them and watch that and get involved and i was fangirling hard yeah. singing the songs backstage every day <laughs> it's great did you have any moments with them like backstage were there any times that you were like just kind of chilling out with leanne <laughs> or something well, to be fair, like, they've been touring a long time, so I think they uh, were very, very sleepy, Bessemo. Uh, to be fair, when you're on tour, being on the tour bus is amazing because yeah. you can just sleep in pitch black and then so you get woken up to have your hair and makeup done in time <laughs> to the show. Yeah. So um, I did see them, and, and they are great. And uh, to be honest, I saw most of them in catering because that's what, that's what <laughs> I like to do is yeah. eat at all times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but they were, they were off to Australia as well. Yes. Two weeks. The, 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 it does not stop for them. Okay, so what you're telling me is that you didn't get a chance to hang out. Is that what you're really Oh, no, I did. Me? I okay. did, but it was all like... 
very chilled. Like okay. you, well, there was no partying involved, and I don't drink on tour or anything, so I'm I'm quite boring myself to be honest. Uh, but isn't that the worst though? When you're teetotal and then you go back to drinking. I I did that for a month once, and I was <laughs> I like passed out in a toilet cubicle. Like, that's, well, that's what the last day of tour is for. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, no. You've got nothing to risk. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you're in Manchester, let's let's go out. I think oh. I feel like that would be fun. Ultimate place to do it as well. Um, Well, once again, thank you so much for chatting to me and uh, hopefully catch up soon, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.